mad oh, in the last two minutes, but you know what? We okay, can Let's what we, uh, we, were, we were talking about uh, the crisis in education, and um, we just want to follow up a little bit more ab about this and uh, continue where we, we left off, because there are some very real questions here. Um, what's the solution to the student debt crisis? Sure. That's one that we tar started talking about a little bit. Let's, let's, uh, let's follow up a little bit more uh, without the, the time slot constraint <laughs> here. Um, what are some other ways that our, our, our nation could handle the student debt crisis? Is it realistic to say, as some political figures say, oh, we ought to just uh, write it off? I mean, what, what happens? Is, what, how does that get paid for? Is that realistic? No, it's not realistic. I mean, someone's going to pay for it. That's, that becomes socialism in its purest form. Yeah. Just putting, putting it off, you can't. It, it, it doesn't go away. It doesn't go away. There's yeah. there's still a cost, but it would be nice to see. And I've seen some, you know, people suggesting whatever. There needs to be some market reforms mm -hmm. in this whole process. Mm -hmm. There mm -hmm. really, really does. There's got to be. And I think the the community college you'll notice are getting, especially here in the Charlotte area. I know we can speak speak for that. That's where we live. We are having more experience with it. That they are they are beginning to step up to the plate. Yeah. Because parents. And by the way, you, you know, not every teen wants to run off and go live in a dorm. Right. We we, un we understand that they they're they're just trying they're trying to be trained in whatever area they're trying to do, and community colleges are beginning to step up to the plate. Mm -hmm. I, and I think you know, in all fairness to, t to young people too, which I think is I'm going to pressure colleges to maybe. I, that's my whole point in coming back around to that. Mm -hmm. Yes. To, to begin th taking a look at what they're doing. I think if parents uh, who've raised their children in, in a way that they've had a good relationship and they've, the, the children are respectful and, and are uh, willing to listen to the parents, I think the parents can be the mature person in the room who can be able to influence uh, their, their teen and say, look, um, Look, I know it may, it may sound appealing to go with your friends off to such and such a college, but look, do you realize what it's going to do? Because uh, we're not going to take out a second mortgage on our home, um, yeah. and some parents do. But do you, here's, this, this, this is a wise decision. I, I think what it does is it actually trains young people to make wise decisions for parents sure. to be mm -hmm. strong. Mm -hmm. Say, don't be, don't be just influenced by peer pressure. Don't be influenced by the covetousness. But look, we've got some good solutions that are reasonable. Like buying a, even like buying a vehicle, mm -hmm. uh, you know, as opposed to saying, buy a Corvette, it's okay. Um, instead, buy the, you know, the, the inexpensive yeah. one. Yeah, and you know, there's <clears throat> there is also a, uh, a stigma about adult children living at home. Mm -hmm. And I think, obviously, there, there is a point where... Um, it be, becomes an issue. It's and time for Junior and it's, to... <laughs> it's time for Junior to move on. But um, we have kind of created an artificial line, 18, yeah. oh, when yes. we say that children are adults, and I suppose legally, legally they're adults, but they're not yet uh, in a position to, to really take on, you know, 17... Mo years and 11 months and 29 days, they don't suddenly become a different person yeah. two days later. So I think even taking the stigma away of, of, of young people, it's an economically smart decision to stay home and commute to a college for a few years and even to start to develop a adult relationship with their, their parents. Yeah, sure. One thing I really appreciated about 
as as time went on, um, uh, establishing and, and getting to know our dad as an adult, mm. and it, it's different than when you're a teen. Yeah. And so for some of the families that I've known that when they stayed home and they went to college and they were there for two or three or four years, and they value and cherish those those years, mm -hmm. but there was a stigma. Yep. There, there were some who said, "Well, you're, you know, you, you got to let go of the apron strings." Yeah. But by the yeah. way, there's an impetus though on the parents too, I think, to actively be helping their children to work their way into society. Mm -hmm. Yes. And when I'm talking, what I'm meaning by this is that, you know, in colonial days, mm -hmm. you know, you think about it, they were they were master this, master that. You, if you wanted to be a trade, you became a ma and it took a long time to become a trade. So where did you mm -hmm. live in the meantime? Well, you probably lived at home, and yeah. you were helping out right. uh, with the with the family, you know, whatever was going on with the, with the family household right. to get there. Right. And sometimes I think parents, we can get caught in the trap where they turn 18 and we want them to make all their own decisions. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Right. I guess legally they can say, "I'm not listening to you anymore. I'm 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 leaving." But you know, we're hoping that we're starting when they're young, to training our children, and for us to be active too, yeah. right. to noticing right. what they, who they are, what they are, what, what, what they're good at, yeah. what they have a proclivity to, right. and help push them, help lead them to, to those paths. Right. Because right. we want them to be, if you're going to be in a trade, Absolutely. Not, not to be working, not to be the guy just sweeping the floor, yeah. we want you to be a master at it. Yeah. Right. Right. Because then you can provide for your family. And, and, and those kind of things. And there's a time when you can coach. That's a time <coughs> when you can coach them into becoming an adult, into becoming responsible, and w without them having to have the burden of all their right. expenses that it costs. Because you know, living completely on on your own, right. the costs in food, shelter, fuel, vehicle, insurance, all these things is is immense. Yes. Mm -hmm. And and by being able to to uh, give them the coaching, the support, the help, um, as opposed to feeling like they're, they're a failure because they don't, you know, they're not on their own. I think is a is a beneficial thing. Even some of the emotional challenges face young 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 girls at that time who were trying to deal with a now potential mates. And and all the different to be able mm -hmm. to be there emotionally to encourage, um, I think it's it, it's taking a proper responsibility. If parents will be mindful of encouraging them in their new life, yes. and I think that's right. the that's the caveat. Um, and and I <clears throat> I just want to add that what we're saying is not sort of let's hold on to them as long as we can no, no, to no, protect exactly. them no, from no. the world. No. And I think that can be taken wrong. Yeah. It's not that way at all. It's that as they, they have a, a launching pad, but, and then we as parents, we give them more and more room to maneuver yeah. as they age. And so they're, they're capable, like you said, they're ready when they're if, for a trade or, or whatever they've got. They're, they're ready and prepared and they're not pushed out before they're ready when, hey, in, in this world, kids are pushed into stuff so early when they're not prepared and, uh, and, and so we're not protecting them from ever interacting with the world. We're actually preparing them for doing it in a way that is proper yeah. and is oh. safe. And you might, someone might think in the audience, well, we're going away from the, the question at hand, but I don't think so. Because nope. we talk about student debt, we're talking about responsible, mature decision making. Really, aren't we? Right. 
And, right. and it's not just uh, accumulation of, of financial obligation. It goes with a lot of issues. So I, I understand we're talking, we're bringing this into a very personal, family-oriented discussion yes. um, as opposed to trying to solve it in some sort of a national way, which I would say is part of the problem because mm -hmm. trying to solve something uh, in a national way is what gets into all kinds of problems, mm -hmm. uh, frankly. Mm -hmm. Whether you look at uh, welfare or, or what, whatever it may be, um, it's, a, it's a personal decision-making family by family that really makes a change. I want to add another, another segment to this that <clears throat> I think what, what they're talking about, a lot of these articles that we're, we're referring to, is we're talking about two people who both went to college, who both have staggering debts, mm -hmm. who then both get married, and then they have children, and now they're faced with what do we do with the children, and what do we do with the staggering debt? I think part of the picture has to be and for, for young women, is what do I really want from my life yeah. when they're 17, 18, 19? Do I want to have children? Do I want to raise children? And if so, where am I going to be you know, when in those years when, when that, those are the child-bearing years and training and raising years? And am I going to be so invested in a, a college debt uh, in a college career, financially and emotionally, that I'm going to be trapped. Yeah. And I, I think that is also part of the big picture of analyzing that. Where do I want to be instead of just following the crowd yeah. and getting the high-powered career, regardless of where I want to be in 15, 20 years? And it's, it really, it's an appreciation of, of, we get back to appreciation of the family, isn't it? Because when we begin to appreciate the family and all that revolves around the family. What happens is that even decisions into what you study and how you study, leaving options, making right. sure you, you have the options that if, you, if you're on more difficult times, you can be able to earn, but you're not bound to this massive debt. Um, th that is, that's a better way. Um, right. But, but it's, it's breaking the cycle though, isn't it? It's breaking the cycle because it's so easy to fall into the cycle where your choices right. are, very, are very limited. And, yes. um, right. You know, right. So it's like our great experiment, though, our societal experiment that we've had has been to push everything away, and it's really coming back now to the family. Mm -hmm. If a strong family unit, and you can say, "Well, I'm not in that situation," but you can you can prepare your children if you have mm -hmm. children that they that cycle is broken. Yeah, Bring right. it back to the strong right. family unit. Right. And then a lot of these things fall into place. Right. But I, think yeah, a lot of, I think a lot of parents miss it, though. They don't realize they're setting the stage for their children to replicate mm -hmm. the, the challenges that they're facing. Certainly. You know, um, and by the way, we're, we're talking about the, you know, what drives the economic engine of somewhat, you could say, thou shalt not covet in a, in a way. That affects the parents, too. Because yeah. they get 18, right. I right. want you out of my house because <clears throat> I, can't, I can't pay for you anymore. Yeah. Right. You need to... Get out there on your own. You know, you need to go to college. Well, you go live at college, and that's right. instead of that's part of it too. That's part of it too. That's my food bill. That's my food bill. That's right. Yeah. Type of a thing. So yeah. Well, I appreciate you guys taking a little more time and uh, chewing on this a little bit more. And and uh, hopefully, when we air this, this will be a little bit, a uh, little bit further discussion that our our, our audience can see a little bit of. Uh, Maybe more relaxed, less time-driven <laughs> discussion of the of the challenge. Because uh, look, we're parents too. We're wrestling with the same the same challenge. Um, it's real. 
It's part of our national uh, cultural challenge that we're facing today. But um, we would, our, 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 our desire is to actually look towards a, a biblical perspective that we keep referring to as we go along and, uh, and to see what, what, are the, what are the principles that really can be able to guide us into good decision making, even including something that is very pertinent, very current, which is this, uh, this, this crisis in education, finances, morals that we're facing today. Well, thanks for being with us for a little bit longer today and hope you enjoy this. You take care and we'll see you next week.